0: Welcome! The Think, Feel, Do wellness podcast is all about connecting the mind, body, and spirit. My name is Trina Chabot, and I love to share ideas and information that will help you plan for holistic wellness as you age. This is Trina, thanks for joining me. It's Stress Awareness Month. It's important to talk about the stress epidemic affecting so many people in our world and what we can do about it. In this episode, Is Chronic Stress Affecting My Body? We will talk about the link between a lifetime of stress and serious disease. We will see how the ancient stress response of fight or flight can harm people rather than save their lives. Listeners will be able to reflect on their own experiences to better understand their own health risks. When I was in university and in my teaching job, I was able to predict when I would catch a cold. No, it wasn't when I wasn't dressed warm enough for the cold weather, colds always came after a period of stress. As a student, it was exam stress. As a teacher, it was at the beginning of a well-deserved break, which of course was at the end of a busy semester. I would relax just enough to allow a virus to take hold. I'm sure you know what I mean. (laughs) Then, when I was a mother of a child in kindergarten, yes, Alex, I'm talking about you, we were sick the whole year. Viruses seemed to circulate that entire first year of school. I didn't get sick every time she did, but I was sure stressed trying to find childcare on those days so I could go to work. This was a normal, predictable pattern. It is for many people. However, in today's episode, I wanted to focus more on serious illness and disease, and the link between stress and these illnesses. Up until a couple of years ago, I never thought about the connection between stress and something more than a cold. But now I see clear evidence for it. We're not talking about that acute stress, which is stress that comes on quickly and our fight-flight response deals with. We're talking about chronic stress, stress that we carry with us. It's called chronic because there's no crash after the stress response the stress response remains turned on and hormones continue to be pumped into our body. The problem is that when our stress response is constantly on, we lose the ability to respond to new stress. Our body cannot pump out more hormones like cortisol or adrenaline. Some things that can cause chronic stress are abuse, injuries, one-sided relationships, putting everyone else first, fitting yourself to someone else's needs and expectations, not being one to complain about things, perfectionism, rumination, toxic workplaces, divorce, PTSD, lack of information, lack of control, uncertainty, and I'm sure you can think of others. An interesting point about chronic stress is that the stressors can be outside of our awareness. That's right. Our stress response is engaged without us having to make a cognitive decision about it. We wouldn't say that we feel stressed because we're just used to the way we feel. This means that relaxation therapy and other stress modulators may not work. The memories, The triggers are all happening on their own. It's incredible to think that stress could be affecting our health and we don't realize it until symptoms appear. For some people, it's too late. The damage is done. I would love to hear from you. What are your fears about aging? What kind of issues have you dealt with in your life? I'd love to hear your story and your goals for healthy aging, your plans for retirement. Please email me at trina at trinashabot.com. T-R-E-E-N-A. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been reading the book When the Body Says No, by Canadian doctor Gabor Mate. The premise is that many diseases are linked to not lifestyle choices, not genetics, but to childhood trauma and dysfunctional interpersonal relationships. Surprised? It's true! I wanted to share some highlights with you so that you're aware of these important findings and concepts. Proper expression of our emotions is crucial to good health Emotions influence and are influenced by the functioning of our major organs, the integrity of our immune defenses, and the workings of the many circulating biological substances that help govern the body's physical states. Dr. Mate said, In important areas of their lives, almost none of my patients with serious disease had ever learned to say no. They didn't want to feel the negative emotions that would result. One patient said, I learned early that I had to work for attention, to burden my mother as little as possible, and that my anxiety and pain were best suppressed. Wow, that makes me think about whether I damaged my children in their upbringing. Hey, by the way, if you need some parenting help, my cousin Michael Larson is an amazing parenting coach. Look him up. Anyway, back to the book. Dr. Maté said that the blurring of psychological boundaries during childhood becomes a significant source of future physiological stress in the adult. He shared stories where the children were responsible for an adult's emotions. They were actually the parent in the relationship. That caused huge problems later in life. Family dimensions are so important to health. He said, while a young child may not be cognitively aware of family disgrace, emotionally he is absorbing all of the negative psychic vibrations of the stressed family system. Wow. My friend Suzanne Kuzmack has something called the Ugly Book, where you can look up your symptoms or illness and it tells you what went wrong in your actions or your relationships with your family members. To cause that, it's incredibly accurate, and it's the same concept of when the body says no. So, the emotions are going to cause the chronic stress, but then what happens? The stress response is nonspecific. It may be triggered in reaction to any attack, physical, biological, chemical, or psychological, or in response to any perception of attack or threat. Conscious or unconscious. Wow, the stress is operating outside of our awareness. And the stress can be any type and triggered by anything we don't even know. That's crazy. Cortisol acts on almost every tissue in the body, one way or another. From the brain to the immune system, from the bones to the intestines. For example, with the immune system. Under conditions of chronic stress, the immune system may become either too confused to recognize the mutated cell clones that form the cancer, or too debilitated to mount an effective attack against them. Then there's the gut. The ability of gut tissue to maintain its integrity is heavily influenced by psychological factors, and its resistance to inflammation and even to malignant change is also vulnerable to emotional stress. Dr. Maté cites various studies, and I have come to believe that chronic stress is public enemy number one. For example, ALS patients, he found, typically are people-pleasers who avoid asking for help. Meanwhile, rage or anguish boils inside. Breast cancer has its roots in a lifetime of emotional stress, for example, in self-judgment. Those who can show anger, though, about their disease and get the proper social support are more likely to recover. The risk of lung cancer was five times greater in men who lacked the ability to express emotions effectively, notably repression of anger. How many men do you know who are repressing anger? When I think about my own issues with ovaries and uterus and cervix a few years ago, I think about hormones, cortisol from the stresses and emotions that I had, and hormones like estrogen and testosterone. The whole thing was out of whack, and it made me sick. There is a high incidence of abuse in histories of patients with intestinal diseases, and especially in those patients with IBS or other functional disorders. Too many gut-wrenching emotional experiences take their toll. Cortisol also damages the hippocampus, which affects memory in old age. Traits identified in the psychological investigations of people with rheumatoid disease include perfectionism, a fear of one's own impulses, denial of hostility, and strong feelings of inadequacy. In rheumatoid arthritis, it is actually not enough cortisol being produced. The system has been dysregulated by chronic stress. Mental health is not exempt. The circuits responsible for the secretion of important neurotransmitters like serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine, essential for mood stability, arousal, motivation, or attention, are stimulated and become coordinated in the context of the child's relationship with caregivers. Here is a very interesting quote about dysfunctional expression of emotions. Not one of the many adults interviewed for this book could answer in the affirmative when asked the following. When, as a child, you felt upset or angry, was there anyone you could talk to, even when he or she was the one who had triggered your negative emotions? In a quarter century of clinical practice, including a decade of palliative work, Dr. Maté had never heard of anyone with cancer, or any chronic illness, or condition, say yes to that question. If that sounds like your childhood, or any other relationship that you have had, are you destined for disease? I think we should talk. Seriously, message me. Why do some people get sick and others don't? It could be because of chronic stress. This type of stress needs a different intervention than acute stresses that come and go. If we can think differently and treat illnesses by treating the whole person, they will feel supported and be able to release repressed emotions, especially anger. This may do more for health than any other intervention. A concept which is very interesting and potentially very helpful. We can also be more proactive with handling negative emotions in all stages of our lives and be able to say no when we need to, so the body doesn't have to. Thank you for listening to this episode. I would love to introduce you to some natural health products you probably have not heard of before. The company I'm with has an adaptogen antioxidant formula that is helping people with mental and physical stress. The benefits are numerous. We also have a nootropic coffee for enhancing and preserving brain function, including cognitive longevity, creativity, and focus. And we have a unique vitamin C product doing amazing things for people's immune systems. These are all important aspects for healthy aging. So please message me at trina at to introduce yourself and get more information. I look forward to meeting you. Life is too short, so stay well.